Welcome to a brand new episode of the podcast Are you getting my point? This podcast aims to listen to people from different strata of life and who are complete by themselves. Understand how they perceive life and learn from their life journey. This particular episode is very interesting and special to me. One of my close associate, my colleague, my friend, Anil Vasudevan, is here today, and I get the privilege to speak with him. Before I ask any questions to him, let me tell you, an inner transformation coach. Have you ever heard about it? He is inner transformation coach. I'm sure we'll be learning a lot from him. How does inner transformation? he does the act, uh, coaching uh, of inner transformation and interestingly the part which i knew him so far till date have been mostly because of his engineering leadership skills he manages a large team in a multinational company and he has been successful in building and growing teams over the years in recent years i have learned lot of new things about him he's an nlp practitioner as well as he is speed reading practitioner and he calls himself as a servant leader and people enabler i'm sure this must have developed a lot of interest in you about anil vasudevan welcome anil to this podcast are you getting my point i have i'm very curious about your journey of life although i know him know you for past uh, couple of years but i feel you have a strong root at the same time you have a strong desire to really uh, explore and really understand and learn anything that i think comes across you so i'll be interested to know what has your journey been so far first of all uh, thank you very much shakti uh, for giving me this opportunity uh, when it comes to uh, identifying the, the the purpose of life i think that is that is the part i would look at each of us have a purpose the moment you identify i think that is that is the the core change in anybody's life i think for me it's all over the past 3 4 years is was very transformative for me so i can definitely share what all things had happened to me but overall i come from a uh, very very normal common background where uh, came from a, a normal malayalam medium school and was doing average in my almost all the things i do uh, and i was never thinking or dreaming much beyond that i was always thinking my life is in a straight line it goes in the same way it's all about uh, your past determines your future that's the way i used to look at my life over a long period but over the past few years that has dramatically changed wow so uh, i would like to understand more about when you say you you were an average what you what you call as an average how, how was your childhood how was your ba- how was the background and what's the backdrop of your childhood can you tell me a little bit uh, about that yeah sure sure 
yeah i think uh, as i mentioned uh, my father was a small uh, businessman who was running a grocery shop and i had a sister and brother uh, and i was average in studies like i used to score maybe around 50 to 60% on average but i was very much introvert i was always uh, comfortable only in my small friend circle and i was not very open i used to just go to school i play with my friends a lot but i was not good in connecting with anybody new or i was not comfortable in going out of my circle that's the way i was uh, almost all the time but i think the uh, so the the one, one of the incident like when i passed uh, in uh, the the 10th grade that's the time like when i got a first class like everyone was surprised how come this guy got a first class this guy was like a, always looking down and walking and he was not confident he was not having any much but people were but my brother was exactly opposite he was an extrovert and he used to go do all the things and everyone was knowing him but for i was not at all uh, popular in that that gang okay i was very very silent in most of the time mm-hmm. <laughs> and that continued that continued for a very long time and even now i call myself as an introvert mm-hmm. <laughs> inside <laughs> right right no i i think introverts have a different world inside uh, and they, sh- they they are seen differently so what changed what happened and i i i see that in as you mentioned as well as i have personally experienced you have transformed yourself significantly in past uh, several years so what triggered and how does that uh, how did that all work yeah i, I think uh, basically there are three incidents i would i would say uh, the first one in my current organization like in all scripts i came to know about um, coaching uh, basically a um, couple of my managers i think including you have done uh, icf coaching through navgadi and uh, when i heard about it and i decided okay anyway it is uh, good for leaders so then i joined for that and that's the time i realized what is coaching what is the power of coaching and what transformation we can bring through coaching to people uh, i earlier i was never heard about coaching as it is what really coaching is all about because there are so many confusing terms like teaching training coaching mentoring counseling so many were there i was not even knowing what the difference between many of these things and when really i understood the power of coaching i think that was the the beginning of everything i i decided okay this is something i am good at this is something i can really do because uh, when we did a uh, lot of um, practice sessions and all uh, the feedback even though i was not um, knowing the techniques and all the things at that time but the feedback i got was really good even though i was an introvert i was able to connect with people very quickly and understand what is the real problem they were facing so that's the time i decided okay this is something i should explore more and even the feedback from various people on that group has helped me to take things forward that's the time i started investing heavily on me on various aspects of learning that was more of investment time from 2017 it started uh, then slowly i worked on uh, taking my icf certification that was requiring around 75 hours of coaching and in um, later I, i did many like many thing on agile coaching or agile certifications and many many stuff where it's all just investing in me and the second turning point was um, in 20 uh, 
2019 beginning i joined uh, a program called coach to a fortune uh, which is primarily um, a program uh, by uh, arfin khan who is a celebrity coach uh, mm-hmm. who has been coaching a lot of uh, bollywood actors and, and and so many so many celebrities so i have joined for a program and that has given me much more uh, much more knowledge and courage to uh, take coaching forward she has opened up a lot of uh, um, opportunities which which is he has given clearly why coaches are very much required in this world because people are going through lot of challenges and if you are a good coach the contribution you are giving to the the society it's it's amazing the value you are bringing it's it's not about it's considering multiple other professions coaching has one profound impact that you can transform somebody to a much 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 better version so that is the beauty of it it's not about money or any other aspect it's all about the transformation that is the biggest gift you can give to anybody empower them absolutely and i see that when you mention inner transformation coach uh, yeah. so is there a specific technique or specific uh, activities you do to uh, call it as inner transformation coach Co- coaching yeah so yes yes yeah definitely there, there, it's a systematic approach mm-hmm. uh, all start with understanding our inner wiring inner wiring means uh, you know whatever you are today is because of the first 6 7 years of your age whatever you learn you learn from the outside you learn from your society you learn from your parents everyone that is getting the personality built in you and that is getting carry for if that that in the early years if you are gone through lot of uh, situations and you under, you understood okay life is going to be this way or this is the way you should be doing so whatever you invest in a child in the early years that will be stored in their mind and that is something called your inner wiring and if that wiring is not proper you will not be able to come out of your limiting beliefs because if you look at kids they are like fearless how come how fear comes to us is through the others say that you don't do that you should not be doing it's risky because our mind normally most of our society works in a way that safety is the first and foremost thing we should take right safety and comfortness is something which is the most preferred ones in the society but if you look at how great thing happens is when you are ready to come out of this uh, right, chain right the moment you break because you can't invent anything when you are not ready to take risk correct yeah so understanding that wiring is the first process mm-hmm. like who are you just remove all your designation all other things you go to your core and ask yourself who are you mm-hmm. as a person i think that is the starting point okay. and then we will explore uh, if people are finding it uh, difficult to understand who they are we'll explore through some of the defining moments in their life to understand some negative defining moment might have happened mm-hmm. some bad things happened that they will keep in their mind and they will create an impression that okay this is the way life is or this is the way the society is mm-hmm. it's their own version their own per- uh, perception they create it as their version of life because everyone has their own perception how it got created is through our experience so we will dig into that and understand what is this person's perception 
why is he behaving like this why or if somebody is thinking that i am not good enough why is he or she thinking that i am not good enough you need to go to the root and understand what stories or what incidents created this perception in them first is understanding part okay yeah that that's the starting then we uh, go and understand their core values Yeah, everyone has their own values some for some it may be honesty it may be integrity it may be simplicity it may be so so many core values are there so we will do an exercise to go through and understand their baseline values okay that's the next step so what happens is when you do something which is aligned to your baselines you will be able to do it with a lot of passion and with a lot of positive energy around it. when you try to do something which you are not which is not in your baseline it is something like you are not fully engaging in that for the sake of doing you are doing it getting that once you know yeah. your baseline you can align your actions according to your baseline the things which are not aligning to your baseline many times you will be able to easily say no because you know this is not going to help you right right that that's the starting then understand the baseline and then take it forward take it forward more of positive uh, looking towards how to if if you have some negative beliefs how do you convert convert that negative belief to an empowering belief mm-hmm. <clears throat> say for example if i am saying that i am not good at uh, sales or or marketing mm-hmm. <clears throat> how do you convert that to an empowering belief an empowering belief is marketing or sales is the uh, core of everything everyone is everyone can do that because it, it is it is something must and anybody can do that through practice hmm. so you that, change it to yeah so you change it to a empowering belief by saying that okay it's a uh, great thing and you can do it like that that kind of yeah. thought right yeah okay and, and uh, that's one of each of your negative belief you take any uh, there are there when nlp techniques also there mm-hmm. to come out of the limiting belief to look at the limiting belief and even you write it down on a paper and crush it and uh, burn it or throw it that's okay. another technique means mentally you are saying that i i am no more believing that wow that's great okay that's even when you look from outside you may feel it's a very simple act but when you really do with the with the full involvement you realize the power of that because if you look at who we are it is like 93% is subconscious mind and only 7% conscious mind okay. if you are able to make something to the subconscious mind things are going to change right right, right. that's the way the coaching works and then to, we work towards setting uh, goals it's challenging but achievable goals okay. and then more towards building your vision means you might be heard about vision board draw a big board okay. and put all your goals what all things you want to achieve in the next 5 years you put with a clear timeline and put it there and every day morning when you woke up you look at that and when you go to sleep also you look at that and when you continuously you put it into your subconscious mind it naturally becomes okay this is what i am this is what i have to when you your thoughts are fully focusing towards one particular goal then the probability of you achieving that will be much higher because you naturally you will tend towards which are helping you to achieve that goal whatever is coming in way you will look at okay whether it is going to help you 
in meeting that goal and then you look towards that and work towards and achieve it and i'm extremely happy to share that after this uh, coaching program i have created a vision board and for the next 4 years and the first year in 2019 i have created it in 2020 20, i had set uh, many goals for that and, and around more than 60 to 70% i was able to achieve wow which itself is huge achievement because those were like challenging goals it was not like just easy goals now that's awesome I, so you do practice your own techniques on yourself as well so that that shows uh, that, that's yeah. how you have the get the conv- conviction that yes this work yeah it, it's the same way like when you travel in flight mm-hmm. uh, they say that first you put your mask then only you go and help others right right, <laughs> same, right. same way you first apply all these techniques on yourself get transformed and prove that it is possible then you will have much confidence in helping people because there is it's not a theory right Right. it's not something that you learn and you tell that that is available in anywhere youtube google everywhere you get it but if you really want to do it apply it yourself because i have many examples where i challenged myself and i was able to achieve that's great that's awesome so uh yeah how how do you feel like i know like when you mentioned uh, in a transformation coach and uh, you coach people uh, i want to understand uh, the part of the feeling that you get when you Uh, coach somebody and you see that they are uh, getting benefit out of it can you describe that feeling I, i really want to know because this must this is this is like a service that you are doing to the society you are giving something and making them their life better so can you share some experiences with regard to that yeah sure 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 uh, i can share couple of experience from my life itself like when i got coached and then i can share how it was impact sure. i think the one one thing was Uh, I used to have this uh, problem of asthma uh, from childhood mm-hmm. and uh, I was never able to run running was not like in childhood I was somewhat okay and over a period of uh, time I have developed this problem like breathing problem uh, I'm struggling to run I am I can walk but I was not able to run not even more than like 20 30 meter I used to go breath- breathless after that so in this uh, like coaching group one of the la- one of the, the lady she started a running club and she asked me to join then i told no 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 i can't run sorry to say that i don't i can't run because i have this problem then she told no you just come and walk no issues you can you can just come and walk you don't need to run uh, then i told okay if it is walking then i can uh, slowly get into there then i started going with them it was a small group of like around 10 people it was started and then we used to go to lalbag every saturday and then started slowly and i was feeling very uncomfortable in like most of the people were running i was walking little bit and it was not at all working then after the first or second incident she told i will make you run 10k hmm. i told that's oh, not wow. going to happen <laughs> that's not going to happen with me better you try with somebody else then i told she told you don't believe i am fine you don't believe but you follow me whatever i am telling mm-hmm. i'll show you how it works i 100% i rejected that that offer and i told it's not going to happen how come i can run i can't even run more than 100 meter and then slowly it started and then every week we started practicing and then she started giving daily targets and all 
then i started even weekdays i started practicing some 2 km walk and all and then slowly i thought okay let me push my limits and try i was able to run like from 50 to more to 100 meter then 200 meter slowly slowly one day i was even able to run 1 km continuously so that was surprising for me how come it, i am not still I, i was feeling energetic and i was not feeling tired mm-hmm. so i was surprised how come it is possible i i never ran, ran this much continuously how come it is possible then i got little more uh, like belief in me okay this is something looks like possible and then i started regular practice and within 3 months i was able to continuously run 5k wow without break that was that was amazing for me and in another 6 months i ran uh, 10k non stop running which was like i never ever believed that it is going to be possible for awesome. me in my life yeah that was because the, i i believed in my coach and i followed the guidelines and the, the coach was really helping and the coach was really trying to play with my inner self to believe that it is possible for me mm-hmm. and that that was a great transformation for me like 10k and that too, it was not very slow like within an hour i was able to run 10 km which was a decent speed that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah that's something which i got and also when it comes to uh, coaching people i had worked with many people uh, and the, the biggest discovery was like most of the time earlier i used to think that coaching is all about helping somebody or solving somebody's problem or giving solutions to them because when you see a problem if you know the solution the first thing coming in our mind is give the solution so that let them get rid of it quickly get them get, get that but over a period of time i clearly realized that it is not about giving solution it's not a, it's all about asking powerful questions and empowering them to take actions in coaching it is called a client driven approach it's it's not driven by the coach coach is just here to ask some questions and validate okay uh, are you doing and it is like more of like an accountability partner i think once we do the coaching and when people see that they are getting good transformation the feedback they gave is that is something amazing for us because i feel so much of gratitude i feel so much okay i am contributing something to somebody Uh, that is the feeling that that's feeling i don't know why i never ever get from anywhere i think that is the one thing which is uh, which is taking me to this uh, coaching field <laughs> awesome yeah absolutely so no this is uh, like when you're saying your personal journey like a magic person who was not able to imagine that he'll be able to run 100 meters running 10 kilometers at a stretch in an hour is like uh, like unbelievable and i'm sure your coach must have felt great that when uh, like this transformation mm. happens no that's that's what i i wanted to understand the inner transformation uh, how it works it really explains like it's a uh, it may it, it may look like a magic at the end when you see the thing yeah. happen yeah yeah that's awesome so i know you were in the coaching direction and then nlp you mentioned about nlp so you use yeah. nlp as part of your coaching uh, activity yeah so i i was not uh, knowing much about nlp then in between i got like there are some nlp co- good nlp courses so i joined a five days nlp practice i think that nlp is more of uh, not only coaching nlp has even uh, counseling uh, part of it also like nlp is more coaching is normally done on a person who is very normal mm-hmm. means take the person from a normal state to a 
better state we say it as like uh, taking from where you are to where you want to be okay whereas nlp is applied for healing also okay. say for example you have some uh, bad uh, memories in your life which you want to nlp is more of a uh, tools and techniques approach mm-hmm. which and which can be used in coaching in many many areas okay which is, so, which is so- really helpful like Yeah. Before you go forward for the listeners benefit can you please explain what is the full form of NLP and what does it do Yeah it, it's it's called a neuro linguistic programming mm-hmm. uh, it's more about uh, it's the same concept it's more about uh, your mind setting your right, mind in the right right way and it's more about playing on the subconscious part like creating the positive beliefs creating getting rid of whatever negative beliefs you have and nlp also has a way of setting your outcomes in a so nlp it's most beautiful thing i liked about nlp is the way that you set your goals when you set a goal in nlp we there is something called timeline mm-hmm. in in that once you set a goal if it is something for one year uh, after setting the goal and everything you will walk through that goal you go six months forward mm-hmm. look there literally you will walk oh. look there look back and see what all things you have achieved okay and then you go to one year getting that and one right. year and you get all the feeling when you achieve that in the beginning itself wow get it? that means you are already achieving that and you got all the feeling of so then there is no option that achieving that hmm. get it? you you mentally you are preparing yourself to go through that journey that timeline is one of the most powerful technique okay. to walk through the time and see yeah. that's awesome like assume you want to uh, like you were saying like 10 km uh, you want to run in an hour you feel like after uh, like 6 months or 1 year you have done that how do you feel at that moment so yeah, that's the kind of thing take, take that feeling that okay. will give you the boost to take things forward okay awesome. if you look at anything anything you do you think about uh, uh, proposing a girl or marrying a girl anything what is driving you is at the end you are able to visualize right end end result yes end result same way like if you want to think about reducing your weight right think about the final figure which, which you really want to look at that that should be the, that should be visible for you what what they recommend is like you take a picture of the same you mark all the the measures or whatever you want to achieve maybe take a different picture and put your head there okay and every day you will look at oh this is what i will be after 6 months this is what i will be then you get motivation every day to work towards that okay that's <laughs> interesting very interesting yeah that definitely impacts like uh, when we see visualize the dreams that we have and then we get all the associated feeling then it motivates us to do it more right yeah so nlp is also like coaching where you have to like uh, you have certain number of sessions you have to go through or how does it work no nlp is uh, not the coaching is mostly like a, how we do coaching is uh, we have a defined timeline like maybe like 5 weeks or 10 weeks whatever it is and we bring one outcome okay this is what we want to achieve at the end of this coaching and then it goes through different sections nlp can be done even in a single session also okay nlp is mostly specific like it, as i mentioned uh, uh, getting rid of limiting beliefs or setting the goals nlp can be done as a even single sessions but coaching really require at least 3 to 4 session in majority of the time 
okay because it requires a continuous accountability partner and a kind of because nlp you can see the result instantly mm-hmm. i think that's the same thing uh, many times on the stage and all tony robbins and all used to do mm-hmm. they being like problem with uh, people with problem on the stage on right. the stage only he will ask powerful questions and then he do apply this nlp techniques and then and then they will like they will be completely out of it on the spot <laughs> that's that's magical again yeah so now <laughs> considering your uh, role in the organization as a development manager you are developing um, like managing a software uh, development team uh, how does these thing help you in that or you think these are like parallel activities does that anyway collide or not collide no, no, exactly does they yes. work together yeah it it is it works together beautifully i think that is the biggest uh, learning for me uh, because that's the that's the difference between a manager and a coach mm-hmm. manager many times manager has to tell what to do uh, but if you are a coach come manager you can always empower people you should that that's the way i look at, at things like give full freedom to the associates uh, so that they develop the things give full full support to them but at the same time give the give the uh, full authority for them to execute for them to take the ownership uh, that's the way i look at it that's the way i give freedom to to my team members so that they can take things forward uh, the success for me i will say that in my absence how things are doing well is the success of a manager right yeah i, I think uh... but in this uh, like whenever you give the freedom many people question it saying that uh, people don't hold themselves uh, they, they they don't feel any pressure so sometimes they just take it for granted so how do you deal with that do you apply coaching technique there yeah so i think that's a that's a very very powerful question and that is that's where many times we see like people will take advantage of the lenience yeah i i have faced this challenge uh, to be open i have faced this challenge earlier uh, in my in, in my career early early days of my manager role many times i have faced because i was very friendly and i was very lenient i always give okay it's not something like you should work on a pressure okay manager is putting pressure i should work uh, it should ideally come from their really? mind okay I, I passion should be there but many times we cannot go we cannot just give leave them and expect passion from them i think having the crucial conversation uh, that to one to one conversation and uh, making sure they understand what is the importance what why we are uh, expecting this outcome because it's all outcome based right in especially when you are working on a project there are clear deadlines there are clear goals if you are not able to meet that because of your uh, freedom that's the point i think we should keep them accountable i think accountability is definitely they really must that is something we need to make sure so that we are how... just leaving them but still we have a, we have uh, we, we have it's not control it's, we are, we can make them accountable okay holding them accountable and yeah, yeah i think these skills uh, this powerful question when you said uh, sometime helps right uh, even yeah. i have seen people uh, very adamant very um, uh like it's a uh, both the ways like either some people are very st- uh, stiff like adamant and sometimes they're very yeah. lenient but with a powerful question you can bring them on track and they will come back in the right direction so 
how do you uh, like in all these activities i see uh, like i think a couple of weeks back you published a book and it i i i i got the privilege to get that book and read it today and uh, i i found you were mentioned about um, how you got the inspiration after while attending a uh, nlp session uh, or nlp um, yeah session i guess you attended and at that yeah. point you got this idea so i find this uh, speed reading where you mentioned you are a speed reading practitioner and the book about it i don't want to reveal a lot i want to l- let the listeners uh, hear it directly from you about the book the inspiration what it is about whom it will help and all these things that you can share yeah sure 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 my pleasure so uh, basically i was not a good reader i used to read very less and after my college i think maybe the 20 years i might have read maximum 50 books <laughs> that is an average of <laughs> less than 5 in a year i think all these things happened i think in 2017 uh, i was uh, elected as the library committee member uh, of scripts so where i had to motivate people to read more then i was feeling guilty like i myself is not reading how come i can ask people to read more that's the time i thought okay let me let me also read then i started taking books like at least uh, one uh, in every other week and i was i just started reading then slowly i start uh, anything we do continuously you definitely will become naturally have little interest towards it and that that year i was able to read i think around 20 books and then that was really really a good learning for me and then i slowly started okay how do i take more and read more and next year i i think i uh, i was able to read much more and even i got a award from uh, the library committee for uh, reading more number of books okay uh, which, which has motivated me to read further <laughs> and then i started uh, uh, started i was not doing any measure or anything on my reading i was just uh, like i'm i i was walking up early and then i used to read like for 45 minutes to 1 hour and then i thought okay i should read more uh, because there are so many things i feel i should be reading i start uh, keeping uh, adding books in an excel sheet so that this i need to read then i saw that the list is growing uh, like backlog is growing but i am not able to catch up with uh, it then i started uh, trying to trying to do some techniques and all then i started uh, trying to find some uh, ways to read faster and all i tried multiple things slowly slowly little bit i was able to improve but uh, i realized like once i cross some um, i went, when i re- try to read faster i was losing the comprehension that's the that's the place i was stuck like i was initially i was reading like if you say in the, the standard terms we call it as uh, words per minute means how many words you are able to read in a minute that is the standard measure for reading so when i started measuring it was like around 120 or uh, on in that range that was very low like the average uh, standard rate is like 150 to 250 is the standard rate for majority of the people and i was very low and primary challenge was my vocabulary was very like very minimal and i used to need to go and search the meaning lot of challenges were there then with all the regular reading and regular practice i was able to reach to around 250 to 300 which was a good speed but i was not ne- never able to go beyond that then uh, as i mentioned when i went for that nlp training mm-hmm. i w- met one uh, guy named uh, shiva shiva kumar he is a big businessman from hyderabad 
uh, we became very good friends in uh, in the first day itself uh, he talks a lot and uh, we were very comfortable and then i was uh, he was talking about reading one book same book i was reading so then we talked about that book then i asked him about reading then he told uh, he's reading one book every day yo oh, wow <laughs> which, is, which was unbelievable uh, it was unbelievable and then i asked him how come one book every day i take at least uh, two weeks for one book how come you are able to read and then he told his story and then i think then he retired from his job he purchased 4000 books uh, single uh, all the paperback books and he kept it at his house wow. and then he started reading <laughs> then he explained me some techniques which he applies uh, that uh, gave me some good insights then i started again exploring further i watch lot of the youtube videos i read lot of articles books everything about reading and then speed reading techniques and all those things then i started applying those that is the real turning point and then i consistently start practicing and then i went for a like a three days uh, training on speed reading uh, the, yeah, that that also gave me lot of insights on how to read uh, faster without losing your comprehension and understanding so that practice that i then i started practicing regularly that has helped that has helped me and in 2019 i was able to read 100 plus books which was wow. which was amazing <laughs> amazing transformation for me uh, i think this also helped uh, the, the coach has helped me because it's not about just you go go find something in youtube and practice that's really not the transformative way that is like a organic growth it will definitely take time but if you get a mentor or a coach as an accountability partner and if you work with a mission or with a with a clear goal things work uh, magically like it, it it's it's a great transformation for me imagine like three four years back i was reading like two to three books in a year and i could read 100 books it's totally unbelievable for me yeah. then i thought okay awesome yeah. like because uh, no i i feel sometime what happens is that because of the slow reading i personally have felt that i have many half read books because wow. uh, i have read half and then i could not continue i didn't get time when i go next i may pick another one i read it so that's also another problem i see but that's awesome like 100 plus books that's amazing yeah and no, i think there are many many um, uh, bad reading bad reading habits i don't call them as bad reading habits but many habits which are limiting us to uh, utilize the power which we are we human beings as amazing power like especially when it comes to reading and you look at the science behind reading how did we learn reading like we learned reading like we started with alphabets r a t rat that's that's the way we learned in childhood and then we started learning together and now after a period of time we learned reading words together and we read, learned reading silently at that time like just look look back when you when you read a word do we read the each letter now we never right right just by just by looking at where you get the meaning of the word the same technique can be applied even for sentences also you don't need to read each word of the sentence you can just by looking at uh, a sentence you can capture all the things at least three to four words anybody can can capture easily because that is primarily because our uh, vision power is in such a way that like when you look at something you are actually seeing everything Right. so only thing that you are focusing only on one word only the or or the gap between the two words you are wasting so much of time right. that is the core core challenge there 
yeah i actually when i was reading that uh, like today i'll tell you that a book takes me at least 2 to 3 days of time to read the book of the size of your book takes me 2 to 3 days to finish but today i started uh, morning and uh, because it was about speed reading and you have very nicely mentioned uh, like a paragraph start and end and i started my stopwatch and counted then I, you yeah. keep on doing it so it it is very engaging and those techniques which you mentioned like uh, reading a couple of words at a, at once then a couple of uh, like maybe at a, at a paragraph at a once then you are slowly taking the reader to a phase where they can like maybe read a page i i i, I think uh, this is uh, this is a very engaging book i found at that and i was like continuously i kept read, reading it and the last part which is the training which you have given the session which is in that practice i think i'm not going to stop that i'm going to do it till i reach to a level but uh, i'll tell uh, this here to listeners that uh, this is a book you pick up i'm sure you will not be able to leave it till you go to the second section of the book till you finish the second section of the book because it's constantly engaging and the beauty is that in your book it is very small sections like it's not a big chapters like small chapters so we can quickly finish and that gives a sense of accomplishment oh i i finished one let me finish two more <laughs> so, so that's awesome but the technique which you mentioned about the peripheral uh, vision i guess right so where you see your uh, hand like four finger and then try to see other things i practiced it and i'm i've also asked my kids that uh, let them practice this uh, these things uh, that's such a powerful technique thank you for writing that and sharing it with all of us what yeah, else you would like to add about this book uh, to the listeners anything you want to add yeah, so so my mission uh, behind writing this book was like if a person who was reading like at a speed of like 110 words and we are reading only two to three books in a year the person like me can read this much books and the, it's not about reading it's not about the number of books we read it's about the knowledge you get it's about the the perspective you get from the books and when you start implementing in your life the transformation you get that is the that is the beauty imagine if anybody can read the best books in their area in their industry in their technology or in their niche the best 50 books if you are able to read how will your life be your life will be completely transformed because when you read more and more you get a great perspective and definitely naturally you will start applying and i am explaining the techniques i think another challenge with most of the people is easily they forget what they read Right. that was a problem with me also for a long time but there is a systematic way of taking proper notes uh, the summary i i have given some option like a one page summary for any book i read somewhere uh, one person was telling any book can be summarized in one paragraph that that's the way we should even if it is a very big book ideally we can summarize that's the way we should look at it and i am explaining one of the beautiful uh, concepts called mind maps uh, yeah. which is very powerful to memorize things and that would normally rather than using any software if you draw your own way of like writing a mind map after a one page summary and if you draw a mind map you will never forget hmm. yeah i think that is one thing uh, which you have uh, like broken the myth at the beginning 
uh because initially like when i used to think of it like a speed reading um i used to feel that okay you just want to set a target and tell everybody that i finished 100 books but you have not understood anything because you are so fast in reading it but you broke that myth is saying that it is not about like and that you also did a test on that like that paragraph you read then you ask a couple of questions so that yeah. you know that whether we paid attention to it so yeah. so speed reading uh is not at all at the cost of understanding right it is yeah. very much it you is, are getting hmm. yeah so i i over uh, throughout the book i compare speed reading with uh, driving hmm. like yeah. going yeah. fast does it mean that you are not paying so ideally when you go fast you pay more, more attention right. right what happens in the normal reading process is you read one word or two words and your mind start roaming somewhere and then you come back after some time you lost again you go back that is called a regression Correct. again go back and then read from there that will not happen when you go fast because you don't you are not allowing your mind to you are not giving time for your mind to think wrong kind of meditation That's, i would say <laughs> yeah so. true, true ideally your reading is actually like a meditation it's a process that i think that's the way swami vivekananda was reading mm-hmm. he was uh, say like a, uh, doing meditation very powerful meditation like every day i think more than 3 hours he used to meditation and his concentration level was at that level he also did and i was reading how he did all practice all these things his approach was same like he started with small words and then two words together and bigger words and then a paragraph and he was able to in a single look he was able to capture everything in a page right and we call it as people call it as photographic memory it is not something like he was born with such a quality it was all through his continuous practice he developed that thing it is it is possible it is it is really possible and reading is like a, almost like a meditation you should not have a, any distractions ideally and in practical life it is very challenging but still if you dedicate at least 15 20 minutes every day for reading in a very uh, meditative environment you will be like a, 10 times faster you will get it it's you can cover in that 10 minutes 10 times of what you read in one hour true because uh, you are not leaving any room for distraction there right it is yeah. all focused there only no that's that's awesome i think uh, uh, I, i told you like uh, when i was a kid at that point of time i had read a book about speed reading uh, i don't remember the author i don't remember the book i have never yeah. seen that book ever again uh, but at that point of time it had helped me uh, yeah. but again i didn't practice and i lost that book some to somewhere and i didn't practice further but as i went through your uh, different techniques as you were taking it uh, from letter to word to couple of words to a page kind of thing when you as you were taking it and your definite te- different techniques you are uh, teaching i could easily relate to it and i uh, am like really feeling good about it like whenever i'm reading Uh, many a times as you said the regression part of it i read it then i get lost for like couple of seconds and come back then i forget what i read the entire paragraph i have to go back and read it again to understand what exactly where i'm aware i am right now very nice uh, anil i think this book is going to definitely help uh, all the readers who are going to read it and practice it so now one uh, question i have uh, although um, books are still uh, very very uh, in demand people read books yeah. a lot but i see a majority of generation now moving out of the books they are more into listening 
yeah. and they are more into um, like uh, texting more into uh, like social media and the twitter 128 characters or whatever limitation that's what they read uh, how do you see this technique is going to benefit uh, the current generation who are mostly into the digital medium uh, and uh, i don't know how much of book they are reading yeah i think uh, a couple of points i really want to bring here i think majority of us uh, watch lot of things in youtube or 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 videos and even audio books are very popular and if you uh, look at the the biggest challenge with us is when you hear an audio book how much uh, normally like when you speak our speaking speed is speed is normally around 150 to 250 or 200 uh, we can't talk more than that continuously like that that is a maximum but what we can do in uh, this type of situations like especially youtube or audio books you can increase the speed right you can just increase the speed and you may be feeling little irritating initially but if you are ready to wait for see it for like 2 to 3 minutes you can see that how powerful is our brain mm-hmm. our brain can 100% capture the content if i watch see, as of now if i watch any informative videos or any informative even if i hear any books i always go in to experience okay always Uh, you may feel that okay so much of noise all those things are happening but with within 2 to 3 minutes you can say that you just pay attention initially you may feel it is irritating but within 2 to 3 minutes you can see that you are able to your brain is able to capture that okay. imagine if you are watching those type of informational videos and all in you are able to save easily say 50% and youtube allows up to 2x speed and the books and the, the, the audio books like audible and all they allow even 3x speed Mm-hmm. 3x speed even i tried i can't uh, i was not able to follow because that was too much mm-hmm. but 2x itself is good because we can save 50% of your time right right so our so our brain is really capable of doing it but not used to do it yeah even our brain is capable our eye is capable it's only since see if you are not doing speed reading it is not your mistake it's only that you are not trained on it trained on Because we were just taught okay read words and finally read words silently. That is the final stage of reading for majority of the people. We all stop there. We don't know what is next. Next Correct. is we read read paragraphs silently Correct. rather than words. Yes. That's the same idea. It's a skill. It's a very 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 good skill. People can gain and people can because now everybody values time, right? Everyone is looking for okay we don't have enough time because we have so much of information available. how do you capture and it is it is it's not about applying everywhere it's all about applying wherever it is required because we can't watch a movie in 2x speed right that doesn't make any, <laughs> any right. sense apply wherever possible and get the benefit yeah so even uh, i think like reading emails uh, this technique can be utilized while reading emails definitely, and definitely definitely yeah so on the screen also when you look at uh, you rather than looking you can just glance your eyes through that and you can capture the content okay yeah because that is where i find many a times people when they see a long email they don't read it they, many yeah. a times i have seen they just see okay i'll keep read it later or uh, yeah. unless that is really something which is related to the work or that is going to impact people ignore it if it is a long email but many times many people have a habit of writing longer emails with lot of details which are really useful 
uh, but because of this inability people stop reading those emails and they just ignore it and they ignore the information yeah. so i think the only practice we should do because if you look at books and more than 90% of the books have a similar font size which they they will be like your eyes is practice to that so what normally you should be doing and when you reading the screen also try to maintain the size, same size in the screen mm-hmm. and same size of the font so that your eyes maybe uh, if a, if a line has 12 words per line and you already practiced to read it in like two eye eye fixation we call like when you look at one object that is one eye fixation okay. so normally people will look at each word means if there are 12 words they will have 12 eye fixation when you do speed reading it could be like two eye fixation so if you put it in a in a, in a standard size always like rather than zooming or other things you put in a normal standard window it will be very easy to practice there but when you change the size your eyes will take some time to adjust to it so how many days uh, if i practice i can get into a 100 books a year uh, like uh, level 100 books a year uh, what i would say is um, it's uh, look at uh, the the your current speed you should look at what is your words per minute speed and look at uh, an uh, average book uh, on an uh, average book will have around uh, 30 to 40000 or or maybe consider 200 pages mm-hmm. 200 pages maybe around uh, 250 words per page it will like come around 50000 mm-hmm. so 50000 consider uh, 50000 is uh, a book size right. and if you have to read 100 books you have to read uh, 1 lakh words in a week okay yeah in a week just just consider that in a week you have to read around approximately 1 lakh words that means per day it is around uh, 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 16000 or somewhere right mm-hmm. yeah how much time we have to read right. if it is if it is like if I say for example if it is uh, 16000 just consider maybe um, page wise if you look at one page if you consider around 300 10 pages will be 3000 uh, then it will be 50 pages will be into uh, around 15000 so means approximately 40 pages you should read okay to reach that level and another there are other lot of things i think a lot of myths also like people feel that if i am reading a book i should read from the starting word till the ending word mm-hmm. especially non fiction book that is not the case correct you should be reading what is required yes. you should be reading what is more interesting for you and many of the facts maybe you may be already knowing okay. re reading definitely will not add any value for you so mm-hmm. you should be able to do there are some technique called scanning and uh, skimming i think skimming mm-hmm. is the most powerful technique where you just skim through the page and see what is the core thing for me to take mm-hmm. and then move on and it's not it's not like reading the same principle like 80 20 principle we can apply in reading also thus the 80% of the content you can get just by reading 20% of the book mm-hmm. there is a technique to do preview like before start reading the book you should do a very powerful preview it may take 10 10 minutes max but that will give a very complete picture of what you are going to read then you will have more curiosity to read and then you know what are what is something which you are going to it's more about planning mm-hmm. rather than just blindly okay just go let me pick one book and start from beginning it most of the time won't work you will feel bored very easily but if you have a very clear plan we do a proper preview and if you understand the author a bit 
yeah something i mentioned like uh, yeah like you mentioned uh, about yeah, understanding author i wanted to und- yeah. and uh, you also mentioned that uh, like uh, if somebody of your close friend has written something you should... so yeah tell me more, more about that that's how how does yeah. uh, that work yeah i think that the logic here is more than the um, the logic or techniques human connects works much better mm-hmm. right your emotions and your connect is much better than the logics and other part of it mm-hmm. because when you know a person like if, if, if what i recommend is when you want to to read a book first thing you should do is understand who is that author and go and find in youtube watch some some video some interviews other things so that you know that person who at least you have seen his face you know that person uh, and what is his life purpose what vision he is on so that connect will help you to travel with the author okay. in the book because that connect is very important once you build right. that connect many times like when i see a book and i see the author name that picture will come to my mind and will get to know that okay this person has done this 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 person has written these books all other things will come and then i will have some curiosity to read i think all uh, that the core is curiosity how do we create that curiosity to read is uh, most important part that we need to do some uh, pre exercises before starting the actual reading yes yeah there is a lot of stuff i found uh, different yeah. different techniques you have mentioned you have mentioned that how to uh go backwards and that that was also very interesting thing where you were uh, like trying to again that that's also the purpose i felt you mentioned this curiosity is to like get yeah. the ending yeah. of it first curiosity as well as uh, train our brain like even our brain we don't do much exercises right this is an exercise like there are many many places people say that okay you do the brushing with your left hand mm-hmm. or you do try to do, to do something to train your if every day you keep training your brain then that really helps us to have more focus and create more curiosity everything will help that wow. no that's that's really awesome so yeah i'll, I'll definitely uh, recommend anybody re- listening to this that to read this uh, book uh can you please share the where, where can we find it what's the title what should we search as per it yeah so book is available in both amazon.com and amazon.in uh book name is how to read 100 plus books every year just by spending 30 minutes daily so if you just search with how to read 100 plus books uh, you get the link to that okay in amazon yeah. okay Okay. And yeah. Both uh, Kindle and uh, paperback is available. Yeah. Both Kindle is also okay. Great. Yeah. So yeah, definitely I would recommend everybody uh, to read this because this is the one which is kind of a key. I'll say once you get the key, you will be able to open the lock and then read hundreds of books uh, in a year. I'm sure once we practice, we may go beyond hundred also. Uh, and it's a habit also. Once you start doing it, you get the pleasure of reading it. Now. you were like when i hear from you anil it looks like your second life has started from 2017 a lot of things has started from 2017 so where does it take you how what are the plans what are your future plans what do you want to do and um, i would like to be interested to know about those as well yeah i think the the biggest uh, uh, change in my life is uh, i found my purpose and passion Uh, i think that is that is the 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 core in me like i know uh, what i look forward is what is something which i can contribute uh, to this 
society to the to the people because at the end uh, when i wa- i go back from this planet i want to keep some legacy back here mm. i think it's not about what you gained or what you earned at the end it is counted what you have given <laughs> that's right. the way i look at my life i think the feeling at the end of the day it's a feeling like when i help some people mm-hmm. um, on helping anything even if it is on coaching or even if it is on reading when i help and when they see from some transformation in them mm-hmm. the feeling that is the that is the thing which i am getting back mm-hmm. that is the one which is taking me forward uh, i think that's the way i look forward i really want to get into full into like uh, coaching people helping people that is the transforming people is my core mission and now with the reading there's another another part i am trying to help more people i'm trying to like reach out to schools and uh, other places and help them like now most of the things are happening online i'm working on getting into uh, do some webinars and all and help students to get into this because if they learn these type of techniques early in their childhood it can bring massive transformation in them them rather than wasting so much of time how can they bring so much focus in their studies and all so that's the way i can contribute to more that's the way i look at my life wonderful that's awesome so uh, i think uh, you initially you were telling that you were you were an introvert uh, and you you felt uh, comfortable in a Uh, not with crowds and uh, now you say you are talking about webinars and you are talking to so many people and you are touching their lives so how does it feel so i want to reach to all the in- introverts and say sometimes that uh, i i feel that they they feel that okay there is this world is for extroverts <laughs> that's how the introverts feel i would say but uh, i see here a very uh, big transformation right you are uh, like uh, reaching out to people and you are doing a lot of things although being recognizing yourself as an introvert so do you feel uncomfortable speaking in front of people or uh, in front of a crowd yeah i was that person who was not at all ready to come forward or to mingle with people i think that as i mentioned when i went through this coaching journey i realized what all were my limiting belief i think i had few limiting beliefs first of all i was thinking i am not good enough then i was thinking like my english is uh, very bad i don't uh, pronunciation is not good vocabulary is not good so much of uh, negative beliefs mm-hmm. and when i started putting that uh, replace that with some empowering beliefs mm-hmm. i am good enough it's not something like okay i should be that level there is nothing to compare me with anybody else i started comparing myself with my previous version that's the only comparison i will always do even now i don't think that i have achieved something great but i have achieved something great when i compare with anil 5 years back right that is the that is the only transformation i am looking i stop looking for external validations because people will have a their own perception they will give their own feedback because the the biggest uh, the, the most important point for us is to if you really want to grow keep people who are supporting you in your growth mm-hmm. it's have a mastermind who support you for your growth rather than pulling you down or rather than talk, don't keep with talks don't don't keep the company of toxic people right right that that they they have their own clear intentions why should you pay attention to that and bring that negative energy to you Correct. don't allow that 
always work with people who are supportive and positive and cut down some of the things which is if it is not really helping on your mission mm-hmm. cut down that that will be much good for you for your long run surrounded with the right people is one of the most important uh, because there is where i somewhere i had you are uh, what you are is your first your uh, uh, five friends defines your future your five close friends mm-hmm. defines your future if they are bad naturally you are also going to be bad correct <laughs> so decide who do you want to be in your friend circle <laughs> so choose your friend circle carefully <laughs> yeah, yeah. no that's great and um, i know you have been part of toastmasters as well yes, so yes, yeah. how, how does that uh, how did that play a role in your uh, transformational journey yeah i think that is that is i think i was telling about three things happened in my life i think this was the one again second thing okay. on toastmasters yeah, i think that has played a very key role in building confidence in me mm-hmm. uh, i don't know uh, much on grammar or other aspects of my communication i might have not improved much but in my confidence uh, the tosma i think that is a point i was trying to have like the having the best company of, of people this is a very like empowering positive people with great positive vibe and very supportive group where you are very comfortable whatever make mistake you make i can confidently go and make a mistake i don't need to fear because it is like a family okay. and the support system is amazing because why toastmasters has produced maximum number of uh, public speakers or co- leaders than any other organization the biggest reason is it's a community community of supportive people everyone is working on a same mission and helping each other it has helped me like 2017 when uh, it was started in all scripts i joined and from that day i have transformed tremendously in my confidence on the stage fearlessly i can go and talk i i think that confidence i got only because of the continuous support from the toastmaster family mm-hmm. that's awesome anil I, i'm sure this uh, journey of yours uh, is going to inspire many uh, because you were explaining your uh, childhood and at that point of time you were calling yourself as uh, mediocre and uh, today definitely you have accomplished a lot Uh, from your work from your services and of course by your book which is going to really help many people uh, so this has been a, a privilege and honor speaking with you knowing you i usually ask uh, people that how do like they like you have answered the question is that you want people to remember by your deeds and the what you have given them i think that's something uh, which shows your thought process and uh, because of that thought process you are able to make so much of transformation i would say you are not you are showing a, you are leading a very selfless life there so i get very highly um, encouraged motivated and inspired by your journey uh, it gives me the energy uh, sometimes when i think of you and the way you take things up and you move things forward and how sincerely you do it i think uh, there are many people who start things very quickly Uh, but very few people who keep it the same way for a longer period of time so that's what you are an example for that so thank you so much anil for agreeing to 
this podcast i'm sure our listeners will benefit uh, greatly from this any message you have for the listeners anything else you want to add or say yeah i think first of all uh, thank you very much sakti uh, for uh, uh, giving me an opportunity to talk to you on this and also for the continuous support and encouragement uh, you have been giving me throughout uh, my my career in all scripts uh, it's amazing i think i would end up uh, with uh, one message uh, that is from one of my favorite uh, inner transformation expert uh, tony robbins and his message um, his message is your future is not decided by your past means if you are not great now don't worry you can change your future it's not yeah. something which is already decided and you are just going through the path it's all you can change it's only about you may not be knowing it's not about talent it's all about consistent actions with a purpose and a passion then anything is possible in this world anything can be achieved i think that's the message i want Very to give to everybody that's that's great thank you so much anil this is very very powerful message i am i'm sure uh, this will this message itself will benefit a lot and i i i actually was went into a thought mode when you said it it's a, such a great thing like we always think that okay if i have not achieved something till now i cannot do anything great but that's what you are saying here excellent thank you and uh, so listeners this is uh, our today's podcast this section you will get to hear more spe- more uh, great talented individuals like anil uh, who have a great journey of their life and will be learning from uh, their journey and uh, we'll try to apply some in our life so that we can also do something great there thank you so much for listening to this session